funny story was when I was in like seventh grade. I had to send all these emails out to coaches, like Kyle Sydney Mains and all this stuff. And I had like a mapped out what I needed to say and I would just change like go and then their mascot. And I sent one to Alabama and I said go elephants on it. I knew they were roll tied, but I thought it was like it's an elephant, so why not just say go elephants and then I got made fun of for a while for that one. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's called No Playbook, and it's brought to you by D1 Training. I'm Casey, and on the show, we interview the coaches, players, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in East Tennessee. This week, got another young athlete highlight for you. This time, a couple of stellar athletes from Knox Catholic High School. Sydney Maines is a basketball player who already has committed to Florida Atlantic University, uh, and she's played a pivotal role in Catholic's recent success as they just won a state championship here in Tennessee. She joins me on the podcast to talk about her recruitment process uh, and just what led to her finally deciding to choose and commit to FAU over some other great options. First, I've got Braylon Harmon on the show. Braylon is an outstanding wide receiver for the Catholic football team. He's also a great uh, track athlete. We talk about that as well. Uh, He's highly recruited, uh, but he hasn't quite yet given his commitment to one of the schools. So he actually shares in our interview. uh, He kind of narrows it down and gives his official top three list. So that was cool for him to do that. Braylon has actually worked out here at D1 Training, so he talks a little bit about how that experience has really made him more successful on the field. If you don't know what D1 Training is, we do personal training, team training, uh, corporate training as well. If you'd like to kind of get your office set up with a fitness plan, adult boot camp classes, youth developmental programs, and so much more. Let's get to it now. Here's Braylon Harmon on No Playbook. of these summer days yeah it's mostly football now but uh tomorrow we go on a dead period so oh that's right yeah yeah we've got even like a, a dead period special like for training here going on oh really that's yeah it's such like an audience um mm-hmm. there, there's that real demographic of folks that uh during the dead period need, need a spot to go to train so we're kind of inviting those folks in so um what else you you, you uh go on vacations or anything like that yeah, we leave tomorrow. We're going to Myrtle Beach. There you go. Yes. I'm excited. Well, uh, Braylon Harmon, thank you so much for joining uh, the, the No Playbook podcast. First up, man, talk about your uh, your junior season at Catholic. Almost 1,200 yards. Best memories from the year. Well, uh, it started off pretty good. We went uh, 2-0 and just with Chucky Doak. It was just kind of like our start-off uh, games. And then we get into our gauntlet, which is like, Macaulay's, all those hard teams. It uh, record didn't show how good we were. I felt like we could have been better. We just didn't have the discipline. But I just had to fill the shoes of Tommy Witten that left, and I knew I had to do that. So I worked on the offseason, all offseason, trying to get better, working my game, and it showed throughout the season just because of those yards and everything. Um, I just got lucky. Me and Jay Money, that's my QB, Jay Neal, we had a good, good bond and threw it to me almost every time. And I just, I try to make plays. So it went really good. How do you make that connection? Like 
because there's obviously he's got several options. So mm -hmm. outside of you just doing the most with the ball, like yard after catch, what what goes on even like at practice or whatever to make that that connection? So he's wanting to go to you every time. Well, it's just during practice, he always tells me how I need to run the route, where I need to be. I always have to ask him, like, where do you want me? Where do you want, like, the certain spots where I need to make these cuts? Because it's really just where he wants the ball, where he wants me to be at that moment. So we just made that uh, connection because this was his sophomore year. Freshman year, he just – he was getting into things. Now he's actually getting to know people. He's with us, and just that really helped, and it went really good. That's cool. So you, you uh, have a twin brother, right? Yes, sir. What is what is that dynamic like? I have three boys at home, so I get to see what it's like, you know, going from best friends to mortal enemies just yeah. in a in a snap. Is it like that with you guys? Yes, every time we step onto a field, a court, anything, there's always competition. It's always just me and him going against each other, and I love it. It's definitely gotten me to where I am today because without that, I don't think like just they it just pushes me to go to the next level no matter what we're playing. I've always been a really competitive person, so uh, Jalen doesn't like me for that. But it's it's helped me a lot. So what is he better than you at? Um, he can sing really well. He is a singer. He's always sang since he was a kid, singing in church and everything. And that's actually what's what he wants to do when he gets older. If uh, football doesn't work out, so he is really really good at singing. I was I was almost hoping I was thinking about my kids for a second. I was hoping you were going to give a, a non answer like my oldest. When he, it's so patronizing uh, and a little condescending. Anytime we ask him something like that about his brother who's 18 months younger, it's always mm -hmm. something like, he has really good hearing or something <laughs> that's not like a real, yeah. a real compliment. Uh, just trying, he's like, I'm, I, I technically said something nice. Yes, but it's not really going to put him above me. So anyway, that's very cool. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I like to hear those stories. I actually had Zach Joyce on, whose brother is Ben Joyce, now with the Anaheim Angels. Uh, mm -hmm. they're twins and, and it was fun talking to him and hearing some of those, the stories of their dynamic growing up. And, um, sure. what I, what I envy, I guess, of that is just having a built-in playmate your whole life. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. We always, we're always together no matter what. That's why college is going to be different just because I've always went to school with them. I always went to football with them. So it's going to be a different experience. Is he having much of a, uh, influence over where you will likely commit at the next level i mean not really he's since he's had, he's had shoulder surgery on uh twice on his right one and, and he hurt his left one i guess a year ago so he hasn't really had the luck with football so i don't know if he'll play football in college so it doesn't it doesn't really matter that much mm -hmm. but like is are you are you looking for a place where he can go to school also or are you realizing you're probably going to separate yeah i'm probably going to separate yeah. Well, uh, I know that that's going to be tough. What other kind of uh, like hobbies? What do you do when you're not on the field? So in the summer, I love to go out on the lake. That's what we always do. We have our friends, uh, my parents' friends. They own a boat and we always go out with them. Really just anything outdoors. We always are playing basketball. My little brother's doing stuff like that. It's just it's always something fun. I'm not I've never really gotten to video games. I did, I did when I was younger a little bit. But now since I've always got football and stuff, that's what I do. And yeah, just work out, have fun. Now, did did I see that you played at Sevier County? Yes, sir. Yeah, I played there when I was in middle school, and then uh, went to Catholic. What was that transition like? Was it, tough? it was, uh, yeah, it was really tough because just the level difference 
it was crazy. Like I got to Catholic and I just, it, it was a game changer for me because it allowed me, if I didn't go there, I would not be anywhere in the position I am in. And it just helped me, got my mind right, everything. And I was luckily able to start halfway through the season as my freshman year. And it just, cause it just, I knew I had to work harder than everybody. And it eventually showed once I got to that level to where I could actually play in the actual game. Yeah, that's, I mean, anytime though, relocating is, is tough for, for just about any kid. Did you yeah. play other sports besides football when you were younger? Uh, yes, sir. I run track. So I pretty much have no other time because I do track uh, winter and summer, indoor and outdoor. So I'd go right from football, right into track, all the way till football starts again. So it's just been tracking football since I was a kid. Yeah, did I see that you had a really good time on your, is it 100? Yeah, I run a 10 8 one. Wow. I have trouble driving that. <laughs> what what was training like for you at a younger age or even right now? Like, what do you do kind of to, to put your body in the best position that's not on the field, not like a receiving drill, um, something that's like speed, agility, quickness kind of training? Well, really, track has gotten me where I am with football. So like just that straight line speed has really helped. And then once I get into football season, I always work on my like hips. I got to work on my hips to get side to side movement because straight line speed is just one thing. I have to be able to move side to side and forward. So I'll be doing a bunch of just cut drills with cones, everything like that, just right outside my house. Um, I'll be training with just different people, of course, and I'll be working out in the gym, just trying to get stronger and built. That's what I've done in the off season. I gained almost 15 pounds in this off season, just trying to get bigger because I need to just where I'm at because I'm not as tall. So I need to get bigger, be able to go side to side, just have that burst and hopefully get better. Now you have trained with Dunstan, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. I trained with, uh, he did Saturdays. It was like eight 30 or something. Always early in the morning. So yeah. How's he uh, helped you get better? Um, just it, it interesting. Like, cause I did it when I was young, like freshman year, so it just introduced me to new, different ways, different drills, everything, just working on my catching, all that stuff. And it definitely helped a lot just growing me as a player. I like watching him out uh, on our field here at D1 working with folks because he, he really gets into it. And it's uh, just even as a football fan, it's fun to watch you around. Yes, sir. So what about uh, recruitment, man? You, you, you're right in the thick of it. It's got to be it's got to be fun, but a little stressful, too. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great. I mean, three months ago, I it was just like it felt like nothing. Like nobody really wanted me at the time, just because of course my height. And then I just started. People started offering me, and then it's just jumped since then. And I'm I'm really blessed to have that. I thank God every day for it. Um, it's going really great right now. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to look for my options, and hopefully, like most of the teams, they're looking at my senior season to see how I do. So you said that three months ago you weren't getting offers but now you are three months ago was still in the middle of you know winter or spring so it wasn't like during the football season so what makes that happen what makes during the off yeah. season more offers come all of a sudden yeah I, I was confused about that too a little bit I guess it just my film had to get to the right people so like the recruiting trail for coaches doesn't I guess they don't usually come till like December and through then to actual see the players and stuff in person and um, my film wasn't, it just wasn't the best just because of the, I just, um, I don't know. I didn't show the side to side movement that I needed. And so then I got to like Navy, army and air force that my film got to them because of my coaches. 
and they started offering me and then camp season came around and that's when I've been getting these offers just because I've been working on my craft throughout this off season, trying to get to where I can get that side to side movement, get better with my cuts, everything like that. And then I've been showing it at camps and that's where I've been getting the offers. Could you give me like a, like a top three of what you're considering? I would say Troy is number one. Wofford is number two. And it's kind of hard for the three spot. They're all like really close. I would say like Army, Navy, all of them are on the same because they're really good schools and all that stuff. Um, maybe Penn University is very, it's very high school and it would fit me really well just how uh, their players are. They, they have really short slots just like me. So that's about it. Yeah. When do you plan to make a commitment? So I want to make it before the season. But if things don't work out, I will wait to see if I can get any better options, like maybe some power fives. That's what I'm really hoping for because they're all like, like I said, they're all looking for my senior film. So, and then hopefully sometime after season, I will commit. Is that twin bro that just walked by? Yeah, he did. You uh-huh. didn't see me. You didn't see me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, what about like how high do your athletic goals reach? Uh, I want to go to the NFL. That's always been my end goal ever since I was a kid. I, I've just always watched it, and I'm just like, that's what I want to do. That's what – because I've always just had fun with football just ever since I was a kid. I've loved it. And no matter what, like even in the hardest times, I just love it and just want to play until the farthest I can go, and the farthest I can go is the NFL. So. so what would you say about your favorite wide receiver ever, uh, even specifically a slot guy? Who, who's your favorite ever? Um, Tyreek Hill. I've just I've always watched him. I love how just fast he is because I've always wanted to be the fastest. Just definitely like that. He can make plays just how I can make plays, and I just try to be like him. Excellent. Well, Braylon, one thing I ask everybody on the show: What is your favorite workout exercise? Oh, um, power cleans. Definitely power cleans. Is that just because you just like the the high weight, or what is it? Yeah, I like like the movement. It's just it's something it's something different. And once you get it, it's just cool to do just like because it's really hard. Like when I first started it, I could barely like flip my wrist or anything. And now it's just it comes easy. And I like that. Hey, you know, one thing I I just remembered that I wanted to ask is about the recruiting process. So when I was at Tennessee, uh, my roommate was on the football team and he was he's a kicker. He was kind of like Mr. Congeniality. He was like everybody's best friend on the team. So at the time, Coach Fulmer had uh whenever we had a big recruit in they would come to our apartment and he wanted us to show him a good time because basically yeah. he knew like you know nobody's going to get arrested at our place and we'll we'll have we'll have fun with them but we're going to be we're going to follow the rules but it was neat to see the extra work that went into trying to make these recruits happy and love this place have you seen anything cool like that when you visit these places that are recruiting you that are trying to sell you on their, their their town, their school, or any of that? Well, so far, I haven't went to too many visits just because I've just gotten these offers. They have, like, like Troy and them. I've went to visits to there, Wofford. They've just showed me – it's just – like, they showed me all the way around, like, everything that I like about it. It's just – there's certain things that I like, and they've shown that. Like, they don't know that I like this stuff, but – like they have volleyball, they have stuff like that. You can do outdoor stuff. Like right when you're not in football, they have plenty of stuff to do outside of football. Just like you can play tennis whenever you want. You can play volleyball whenever you want. You can play basketball. You're all in 
like with Troy, I went um, last week, I believe. And they took us to like this little, they little get together with all their players. And it's just cool to see like all the players playing together, played basketball, played cornhole, all that stuff. And it's just, it's cool to see like a tight knit team like that. So yes, they have, they have technically done that. Cool. All right, man. Well, uh, Braylon Harmon, best of luck in your recruiting process and your Caesar, uh, senior season. Catholic, enjoy your time at Myrtle Beach next week, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. See you later. All right. So next up, I've got Sydney Maines, a basketball player from Knox Catholic, who has already committed to FAU. They're at the shop right now, so I've been going to hang out with my friends at their lake and their pool. But it's been rainy the past few days, so I've kind of just been working around the house. Yeah, yeah. It can drive you crazy too sitting around the house on a on a hot summer day. Oh yeah, no, it does for sure. It's hot, but it's still cloudy. So I'm trying to get my days going as much as I can with the sun out. Excellent. So uh Sydney Maines, thank you for joining me on the show. Talk about your state championship this past season uh with Catholic. Was that two in a row? Uh no. Uh, my freshman year, we had gotten runner up and then the last year, uh, we had lost to Ensworth. not the best game. I mean, they were loaded at that point. There was starting five were all division one basketball players. Uh, and we had lost to them in like the championship and then getting to play them again in the state championship and beat them for the gold ball was pretty cool. Yeah, so last week I was at the the mayor's um, night of champions, and were you at the event? Yeah, I was. Okay, so I was when you go in and around the corner. I was there uh, interviewing a lot of the the groups of of players, and I had several of the Catholic basketball players came through, and I talked to them. And uh, you should listen to it. There was it was yeah. actually pretty funny. One of the girls started talking about oh, having yeah. a birthday party. Yeah, that was so normal for her though. Like that's something you would expect her to say, but I was sitting there and I was like, no way. She just said she had her seventh birthday party here. I was like, that is unreal. <laughs> but, but this past year, so you did win the state talk about just what that season was like for you. Uh, it was very up and down. It was for sure. A roller coaster. Uh, in June, I had had ACL surgery and even before that April, I had like tore, blew out my whole and then June, I ended up having surgery. So I was out and rehabbing until early that December. And so then around the week of December was when I finally started getting slowly released. I played like two minutes in the next game. Like every time I would get like two minutes added. So finally towards the end of December, beginning of January, I was like fully cleared. But I still wasn't myself. So that was very frustrating just having to play with knowing that my best friends were seniors on the team. So it was like, I don't want to let them down, but there's still limitations to what I can do just mentally. Um, so that was very hard. But then come February, I was kind, I was almost about 80% back to where I usually was. But then my teammates had also been playing without me for so long that they were able to, um, carry what i wasn't able to do you talk about uh, your best friends being seniors and you were so you're a junior on the team but still it was clear that you were a leader on this team how did you kind of did you consciously sort of take that 
role or did it just sort of happen with play on the court or, or how does that work for you as an, uh, not an underclassman, but not a senior? Yeah. As a freshman, it was kind of that way. They're dependent a little bit on me to score. And then it just kind of, as I moved up sophomore year, they depend on me a little bit more. And then junior year, I think was like the first time where it was like, Hey, like we can do this, but we can't do it without you kind of thing. Um, so I kind of just fell on my lap, I guess I would say. You thrive in that sort of setting with that uh, responsibility? I think it's always kind of been like that with teams I've been on. Obviously, I've been surrounded by good people and good players throughout every team I've been on. But it's something that doesn't quite stress me out. It's just kind of like it is what it is, and I need to play the best that I can and do what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Well, what about what about off the court? What do you do? Like, do you have any hobbies around Knoxville? Um, I go to the lake a lot. I'm I'm an outdoors person, so anything outdoors, I'll go bike. Uh, sometimes I go to. I'm starting to go to yoga, hot yoga, which I don't do like the workout ones. Those kill me, but I'll do like the like hot stretching ones that like I'm not completely dying in. So I'm finding some things to keep myself busy. There you go. Now, what about uh, like like little Sydney? When you were a little kid, was it always basketball for you? Um, I partly, but then so my dad has this thing called Next Level. He's moved it down here, but when I was little, we lived in Johnson City, and he had it down there. So like every Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, he would have like a big group of kids come, and they would all work out. So it's always been I'm in the gym. He was a coach too, so I'd be at the practices. So I've always been around it. Uh, but during the summers, it would be I was either traveling, playing like travel basketball, or I was at the lake with my mom because we used to have a camper and a boat. So we were either outdoors out there or we were in the gym. So. Now, what about the recruiting process? Because you obviously got a lot of attention. Um, and I, I love to hear those stories. Like sometimes you'll hear a, a fun story of like a, a cool on-site visit. Did you have anything like that? I went down to Buffalo this past September, which was pretty cool. I was able to see Niagara Falls, which not many people get to do. And it's like one of the wonders of the world my dad and my mom were talking about. Um, so that was really awesome to be able to get to see that. And just the way that I've been able to travel with basketball and see different things and meet different people that I wouldn't get to has been really cool. Uh, but a funny story. I would say from all of it was when I was in like seventh grade, I had to send all these emails out to coaches like Himes and Emains and all this stuff. And I had like a grid, like a mapped out what I need to say. And I would just change like go and their mascot. And I sent one to Alabama and I said, go elephants on it. And I was like, oh my God, my mom saw it after. And she thinks it's the funniest thing to tell those people that story of where I was like, go elephants. Cause I didn't remember, I thought they were just like, I knew they were roll tied, but I thought it was like, it's an elephant. So why not just say go elephants? And then I got made fun of for a while for that one. Uh, Sydney, do you ever listen to sports radio in Knoxville? Um, with my dad, I do. If we're in the car, he's playing it. So I'm going to tell you a story about that's very similar to that about the afternoon guy on the sports animal. His name is Tyler mm -hmm. Ivins. So he used to, for the uh, Tennessee Smokies, he used to be the guy, you know, in between innings with the mic that would just be like, you know, let's see, can you guess how many jelly beans are in the jar or whatever the game might be. 
So that was sort of his job in between innings to get the crowd hyped and play those games. Well, he won it. He applied for that job with the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. But Tyler is a really big Mets fan. And he has on his voicemail, the last thing he says is, let's go Mets. So the story is that the he sent a video and all this, and the person from the Braves called him to set an interview. Mm-hmm. And on it, they heard him say, let's go Mets. And as he tells the story, the person left a voicemail for him and said, we were calling to uh, get an interview, but because of your voicemail, we're going to go ahead and say, I don't think it's the best idea. That is so funny. Yeah. So, but he's the kind of guy that'll be like, worth it. I'm never taking my Mets love down from here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That's awesome though. So, and how did you pick uh, FAU? Um, I had went on a visit uh, towards the end of the school year. And obviously I had plenty of choices and I loved all the coaches were amazing. So like the coaches were kind of hard to be like, this staff is better than that one. So that didn't really help me. I just knew that I loved the FAU staff. Um, And so then after going, it was just like, I felt at peace there. I had a lot of people ask me after I like committed and it was out if I was like relieved. And I was like, I think the main thing is, was I was relieved while I was there and that's how I kind of knew was like once I was there I knew that's where I wanted to be so like that relieved stress feeling was gone like when I was down there and I think that's kind of how I knew that's where I wanted to be at where in Florida is it Boca Raton it's very beautiful yeah it's insane doesn't get much better location wise either that probably helped a little bit too right Uh, yeah 100 percent yeah of course, we're still a little grumpy about FAU uh, in Tennessee as they put us out of the tournament this year. I know, I know. But they, I mean, that was a heck of a team. They got, they got mm-hmm. white hot there in the second half. Um, but I'm wondering about like off the court training. So have you ever been a part of anything like that? Um, you know, working on speed, agility, quickness, that kind of stuff, uh, just completely away from a basketball. A little bit. I got more into as I got older, obviously, because I was playing against girls from around the world and they were insanely fast and insanely athletic. And I'm a white girl from Tennessee. So it's kind of like I need to work on that a little bit if I'm going to be able to guard at that level that I need to. Um, so I had worked a little bit. We have a max at Catholic. Uh, so I've been working on that since about my freshman year. Um, our athletic like strength trainer she worked for the pittsburgh pirates and so she's been helping me a lot with like hip mobility and like that kind of stuff but mainly it's just been my dad working me out my whole life so that's really the only trainer i've ever went to gotcha (laughs) it's good he's got that experience but yeah all that kind of stuff is one of those things that you know i wish growing up i would have known how important it was uh because now i do and and i think it could have really helped uh when i was younger what about your overall like basketball goals how high do you want to climb uh college is about the only level like obviously it'd be a blessing to have another opportunity to play higher than college but I really want to be a college coach um so my biggest thing was when during my recruiting I would tell my like the coaches I was talking to and I would talk to them about GA positions for after I graduated if that's an option and that kind of stuff and so really just after my four years down there I really just want to be able to get a GA position and start on that because I want to be able to impact people the way that they've impacted me in a way um so that's kind of just 
where I'm thinking right now. And then I'm excited to see what That's happens great. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and you're going to get this opportunity, I guess, being a part of, uh, you know, a program like that, uh, to get a real jump start. So I, I think that's, that's cool. Who would you say is your favorite basketball player ever? Uh, I have to go with Kobe. See, that's where like, I enjoyed watching Sabrina, Ib- however you say her last name, Badescu, Ig- something. I don't know how to say it, but I enjoyed watching her play when she was at Oregon. Um, but I've, really falling off of watching women's. I like watching Haley Van List play too, just her mentality and how aggressive she is and getting to watch Caitlin Clark play. Uh the like just since she's been at Iowa has been insane watching her shoot from half court just like it's nothing. So have you ever played against Naya Burns from Gatlinburg? I have, yes. I've went to like the- train and it's pretty cool. Oh yeah. She was on the podcast not long ago and she was talking about just her how much she looks up to Caitlin Clark. Yeah. See, with women's, I feel like there's just so many different players that it's hard to have a favorite for that. But there's so many players, especially in college, that I enjoy, or in the past and present, that I've enjoyed watching. Yeah. So one last question I ask everybody this is, what is your favorite workout exercise, whether it be a basketball drill or something in a weight room? Uh, I'm going to have to go with, the two minute shooting drill that me and my dad do. It's like you make two in a row, you have two minutes to do it. You make two in a row, move to the next spot and there's five spots. And then once you make two in a row at each spot, then you go to like anywhere you want, like in the three point line and you see how many you can make with the remaining time. And so it's like cool to like compete against people. Cause I'll work out against boys too. And so being on like, I beat you. It's pretty cool. So. You compete against yourself and like past, uh, I guess records or, you know, PRs. Yeah. It's against other people against yourself. It's, it's fun to be able to gauge how you did on that, that drill to like past and other people. So I enjoy that one. Well, Sydney Maines, uh, best of luck next season. Hope you have a great summer and thank you so much for taking the time for this. Thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for checking out the episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Thanks again to Braylon Harmon, Sydney Maines, and as always, thanks to Mike McBath Music for the song. They can follow us on Instagram at No Playbook Pod.